I just, just a heads up, I, I just came on to join the evening prayer. I noticed no one's actually prepared to lead it, so I'll, I'll just jump in. I put the lessons in the bar. Chris, are you prepared to read the lessons and respond? Okay. We'll begin just a second here. Evening prayer begins on page 21 of the prayer book. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord, and grant the most merciful Father for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open thou, oh, excuse me, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 119, sections 10 and 11 beginning on page 494 with verse 65. O Lord, thou hast dealt graciously with thy servant according unto thy word. O teach me true understanding and knowledge, for I have believed thy commandments. Before I was troubled, I went wrong, but now I have kept thy word. 
Thou art good and gracious. O teach me thy statutes. The proud have imagined a lie against me, but I will keep the commandments with my whole heart. Their heart is as fat as brawn, but my delight hath been in thy law. It is good for me that I have been in trouble, that I may learn thy statutes. The law of thy mouth is dearer unto me than thousands of gold and silver. Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. O give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. They that fear thee will be glad when they see me, because I have put my trust in thy word. I know, O Lord, that thy judgments are right, and that thou of very faithfulness hast caused me to be troubled. O let thy merciful kindness be my comfort, according to thy word unto thy servant. O let thy loving mercies come unto me, that I may live, for thy law is my delight. Let the proud be confounded, for they go wickedly about to destroy me but I will be occupied in thy commandments. Let such as fear thee and have known thy testimonies be turned unto me. O let my heart be sound in thy statutes, that I be not ashamed. Psalm 117, on <clears throat> page 487. O praise the Lord, all ye nations, Praise him, all ye peoples. For his merciful kindness is evermore and more toward us, and the truth of the Lord endureth forever. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 41st verse of the first chapter of the first book of Maccabees. Moreover, King Antiochus wrote to his whole kingdom <clears throat> that all should be one people, and everyone should leave his laws. So all the heathen agreed according to the commandment of the king. Yea, many also of the Israelites consented to his religion and sacrificed unto idols, and profaned the Sabbath. For the king had sent letters by messengers unto Jerusalem and the cities of Judah, that they should follow the strange laws of the land, and forbid burnt offerings and sacrifice, and drink offerings in the temple, and that they should profane the Sabbaths and festival days, and pollute the sanctuary and holy people, set up altars and groves and chapels of idols, and sacrifice swine's flesh and unclean beasts, that they should also leave their children uncircumcised and make their souls abominable with all manner of uncleanness and profanation, to the end that they might forget the law and change all the ordinances. And whoever would not do according to the commandment of the king, he said, he should die. In the selfsame manner wrote he to his whole kingdom, and appointed overseers over all the people, commanding the cities of Judah to sacrifice city by city. Then many of the people were gathered unto them, to wit, 
every one that forsook the law, and so they committed evils in the land, and drove the Israelites into secret places, even wheresoever they could flee for succor. Here endeth the first lesson. Together Magnificat on page 26. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 36th verse of the 15th chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. Then after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us now go back and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of the Lord and see how they are doing. Now Barnabas was determined to take with them John, called Mark. But Paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. Then the contention became so sharp that they parted from one another. And so Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed, being commended by the brethren to the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Then he came to Derbe and Lystra. And behold, a certain disciple was there named Timothy, the son of a certain Jewish woman who believed, but his father was Greek. He was well spoken of by the brethren who were at Lystra and Iconium. Paul wanted to have him go on with him. And he took him and circumcised him because of the Jews who were in that region. For they all knew that his father was Greek. And as they went through the cities, they delivered to them the decrees to keep, which were determined by the apostles and elders at Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and increased in number daily. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Nuctimidus on page 28. Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to light in the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, the protector of all that put their trust in thee, without whom nothing is strong, nothing is holy, increase and multiply upon us thy mercy, that thou, being our ruler and guide, we may so pass through things temporal, that we finally lose not the things eternal. Grant so, Heavenly Father, for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of the only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to all. We're into our second reading in Maccabees, and we get an evening prayer <clears throat> this time uh, during the uh, Trinity season. Uh, a, a small section of Maccabees that traces a very important history. And we should understand that the, the uh, Maccabees is a book that comes from the, the section we call the Apocrypha. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and these are a collection of books that we read as, as Anglicans. We don't um, count them as the same, uh, of the same authority as the scriptures, but we read them for instruction and, and, uh, and they fill a very important uh, place in, in kind of understanding Jewish history. Um, and and a, a note about their, their sort of non-canonical status, the, the main reason that they are not seen as scripture is that they come from this intertestamental period, uh, which is the time roughly between the end of the Old Testament, which is somewhere, um, there's some dispute about what the last book of the Old Testament is, but it might be Malachi, middle 450 BC, something like that. Um, and the time of the New Testament. 
And what that marks is with if we take Malachi, who whose last words to the Bible or are among last words are that I'll send you the prophet Elijah before the great and coming day of the Lord. And then the New Testament is really marked by the appearance of John the Baptist. And these are both recognized prophets. And so we haven't had a recognized prophet between the end of the old, the beginning of the new. And there still isn't one in this whole intertestamental period, though there is um, a Jewish nation and history and writings about what is going on. Uh, nobody in that time is able to speak with uh, thus saith the Lord. And so the books have a little bit different status for us. And Maccabees takes place somewhere in the early second century BC, 175 BC, somewhere in that in that era. And we've gone from the Old Testament where we had old, the Old Testament uh, began or uh, ended with the Babylonian captivity, the Babylonians taking the Jews into exile, the Persians conquering uh, the Babylonians, the Medes and the Persians, and then the Cyrus, the Persian, allowing the Jews to go back and rebuild the temple. And then uh, what we have in the subsequent history is that the Greeks with Alexander the Great, that's recounted in our lesson for Maccabees on um, Saturday, uh, conquered uh, the Persians. And so, and they spread Greek culture and language throughout throughout the world. And then um, when Alexander died, he divided his kingdom up to his four generals. And in that one, one of his descendant generals uh, uh, or a descendant of his descendant generals was a wicked king named Antiochus Epiphanes, whose actions were now um, chronicling in Maccabees. And they go and, and, and he wanted to make all the world one unified under Greek language and culture. Uh, one of the funny things about it is that the, the big, uh, just from our standpoint, is the big a scandal is he built a gym in Jerusalem because the gymnasium, which was exercising sort of naked, was uh, was a thing the Gentiles did, but Jewish people didn't do. And so um, we get this impulse that he wants to make all one language and unify it under this sort of secular rule. And it's interesting how this juxtaposes or stands against in Acts, where we're um, seeing the mission of the church, which is to spread the gospel throughout the world, uh, beginning in Jerusalem and Judea and in all Samaria and to the ends of the earth, which is God's plan to unify all in Christ <clears throat> by calling people to repent and believe and, and come into the kingdom of God. And that always stands, um, you always have this tension in the world in any age between the plan of God to unify people under his rule, uh, under his word and his will, and human plans to make all one. We go back to the Tower of Babel, for example. They're all united, try to make a big uni unification, but it falls apart. And, and yet God's plan to bring the world together continued through Abraham at that point in time. And so our lessons are, are setting off God's plan here in Acts with a human plan to to unite everybody, and we'll get into subsequent weeks the um, the rising up of of Judas Maccabeus and um, and his his brothers who will um, uh, lead the revolt against uh, this this uh, this Greek rule and reestablish worship in Jerusalem. And the significance for this is that that the temple they preserve is the one to to whom Christ comes, to, to which Christ comes, and if if um, Antiochus Epiphanes had been successful in wiping completely out 
you know, Jewish presence and worship, there would have been no Israel to come to. But so this is how we see it as part of God's plan, preserving the worship, the temple that our Lord himself will come to. Um, a couple notes about Acts. Um, we have here uh, a split over uh, Mark, who apparently uh, was went there on, the mission, on a previous missionary journey and uh, sort of wimped out uh, when the going got tough. He he wanted to bow out and go home. And then later on, he wanted to go again, probably had matured and grown. And uh, St. Paul was still mad about that. Uh, I have some sympathy to that. Uh, have have engaged in some missionary endeavors where people uh, found the going a little too tough and bailed out. Um, and so uh, later on, you, you, you think, well, maybe not you. But um, we, we discover, and Barnabas here, his sort of spirit of reconciliation is, is, is um, favorable. And so what's interesting about it, and this is a, this is a good model for a, a church uh, dispute, is rather than you divide the church in in you know a whole bunch of pieces uh paul and silas go one way and barnabas and mark they they go another way and so there's twice as much work gets done so the dispute leads actually to just separate works they they divide and conquer as it were and and sometimes we have a dispute in church which is not a matter of a creedal statement or a matter of essential morality, but a disagreement on approach. Sometimes that's the best way to do it. Just why don't you go do yours, yours and we'll do ours. We'll see how God can work out a reconciliation as we um, as we move forward in his, his good plan and time. And we do get in the New Testament that uh, even Paul has in his later letters some um, reconciling words for Mark that it appears that they were in fact reconciled in in the uh, in the long term, and it's a good lesson there for us as we as we work for the kingdom. There's going to be disputes. This this passage in Acts actually suggests that they almost came to blows, that they were really angry, <laughs> and sometimes in church, you know, just in, in the way we are, we have that kind of thing. If we can avoid that kind of um, deep injury that makes reconciliation later impossible. Sometimes you have to just go our separate ways for a while, let things cool down and find a way to come back together later on in God's good plan and time. So uh, with that, we'll now continue or, or finish with the intercession, which is on page 490 of the prayer book. Excuse me, page 590 of the prayer book. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done a wicious evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. We'll pause for a second for everyone to remember their personal intercessions.
And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, will God doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you all tonight. I, I didn't really expect you to come in and just kind of hang out and found out that we uh, somehow our schedule had left us off. So good to, good to be with everyone and uh, have a great Fourth uh, of July tomorrow. Peace to all. Thank you. Thank Bye. you, Bishop Scarlett. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Thanks, Chris, as always.